from Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from the ESPN studios at Pier 17 in the Seaport District of New York City, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We spend all year waiting to see the best of the best, waiting for the best teams to rise, waiting for the matchups you can't miss. And this weekend, the divisional round in the NFL playoffs is giving us everything we could hope for and more. And there are things that make these matchups different than what we've seen for the last several years. It's a ton to break down. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, your smart speakers. All you got to do is tell them to play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Harry sitting at Seaport. I'm sitting in Bristol, Connecticut. Harry, I could not be more pumped for a weekend where I feel like if there's ever been a weekend where you just pop the popcorn, you put your feet up, and you just get ready for matchup after matchup after matchup, I can find something pretty about every single one of these. Yes, and I'm glad you brought that up because... Because I'm just going to go to the song, pump, pump, pump it up, pump, pump, pump it up, pump, pump, pump it up. Because Fitz, I'm excited for the divisional round and four games that are, that are going to get all of our attention. You, That's what I love about this weekend. Uh, usually we save the dance until later in the show, but we're straight in. Uh, we're after it right now. We're going oh, straight yes. through. Usually on Fridays we like to wait a little while before we break into the chaos, but there's so much good good that we decided we would start with a little slate of chaos action. That music can mean only one thing. Now it's time to dance the electric slide. Hey, what? The slate of chaos is here. here, here. All right, HD, and ready to have a little bit of fun? I thought we could find a little nugget on each of these. I just said each of these is pretty. Uh Each of these got something I like about them. What do you say we rank the matchups we're going to see this weekend? We're going to go from four to one, the the matchup uh, you're least excited for, all the way to the matchup you're most excited for. You ready for this, HD? Let's do it. All right, let's play the big sound of God that tells us what number we're on because math is hard. That was... Number four. There we go, Devin. <laughs> Look at that. That was a you know, small, small delay there. Push Number it, obviously, pushing a button is hard. Yeah, well, you know, one, one step at now a time. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to give Devin a pass for today. By the way, Devin, lifelong diehard Giants fan. Uh, obviously, he's he's in his feels today, as I would be if my favorite team was still playing. Oh, he's uh, nervous. I, I mean, who wouldn't Ooh, be? I, closer I, and closer to the game time. I, by the way, do we want to do four to one or one to four? We do four to one because we're building excitement around here. Like yes. nobody ever turns on the like the the top twenty music countdown and wants to start with number one so that you can end with number <laughs> you know forty with some song you've never heard of. Uh, let's start number four. It. Okay, there we go. Uh, uh, what do you think, uh, Harry? I think, and this is no discredit to this game because mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a great game. I got. Jags Chiefs as my fourth best game this weekend, only because I believe so much in Patrick Mahomes. That being said, golly, I think this is going to be a good football game, and I think people are sleeping on the Jags. I put my, I, I may have dabbled a little cash on the Jags to cover in this one, so I think the Jags can be more competitive than Vegas seems to think. Yeah, I'm gonna put it at number four too as well because of that guy you just men- mentioned, the magician Patrick Mahomes, and what he's been able to do not just this season, play at a, a MVP level but also what he's been able to do since he became the starting quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. And you look at Ed Reed, you, excuse me, you look at Andy Reed, and then you also look at Doug Peterson. The storylines are right there for this game, but it's number four 
for the weekend when we look at every single game that's going to be played. And by the way, the, the great Evan and Devin do such great work behind the scenes. I should at least press this button because they gave it to me. Jaguars at Chiefs. Doesn't that feel cool? It feels cool when he says that. All right. So if Jags Chiefs are our fourth best game, let's go to the next one. Number three. This one's tough for me. It's tough for me. Uh-oh. I think, man, I okay, look, mm-hmm. I've, I've just made the decision. I'm going to go this way at number three. Top to Cowboys at 49ers. I'm going Cowboys at 49ers, number three. And I'm also realizing as I say that, that everybody's going to sit here and talk about the history of the matchup. Oh, my goodness. I don't care. What? Like, I could not care less. It is physically impossible for me to care less when I'm watching this football game about what happened with Joe Montana. Like, I, I, I don't understand why we always do this. <laughs> oh, look at the great – okay, so when I was like six years old, these teams played a classic football game. Okay, miss me with all that conversation. Like, why do we spend wow. so much time talking about that when most of these players, their parents wow. hadn't even met when those plays happened? I don't know what we're doing hey, I mean, but tell me you hated it. football as a kid without telling me you hated I football as football a kid. I love footballers. I do because what I do because I literally watched these two teams battle it out, Merton Hanks with his little long skinny neck – that didn't match his body, moving his neck like this when he made a play. Deion Sanders, when he went over to the Dallas Cowboys, Michael Irvin, Jerry Rice, all those guys, Steve Young, Troy Aikman, are you serious right now? I mean, you, you're you way younger than I am because when I think uh, 49ers, I, I mean, I'm thinking all the way back to, like, the 80s, right? Like Also, like, the Tom Rathman and the Roger Craigs. Like, I watched all these teams. I watched all these games. Well, I'm I sorry. Just... Everybody can't be 55. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, you know what? I still love you. You know what? We're fighting now. I'm 45, <laughs> and boy, do I look good. I'm just saying, look good for 45. You do. You don't look your age, bro. Got that, got that fresh, clean cut got going. Got like, I got that. I got the full, yep. I'm, I'm running like Forrest. I got that gump. Look good. I'm, Body I'm, fat's I'm coming ru- down. I'm running. I'm running I'm today. I'm smart man. <laughs> I'm running. I just don't like, right now, I I know, and this is what everybody does. Look at all the classic matchups. Uh, okay, oh. cool. Like, what's that have to do with these two teams playing on Sunday? Nothing. Like, oh. I just, like, it got nothing to, like, when I watch the Raiders play the Bills, <laughs> I don't sit there and think about, you know, the AFC Championship 51-3 game. Like, what's that have to do with right now? Nothing. It just hurts my uh, Do you agree with the ranking, though, of third for Cowboys 49? Uh, not necessarily, but I'm not going to go against you here. Okay, what so, would what, you have at third? Giants-Eagles. Oh, you would have this one. Giants at Eagles. Which I actually had not at number three, but at... Number two. Ah! <laughs> See the production we're working on here, uh, look, and and now this becomes about right now, right? Like mm-hmm. these two teams hate each other so much. They do. I just when I see two division rivals play in the playoffs, it makes my no no place to say yes, yes. Like it's just that simple. Like when I see two division rivals play in the playoffs, it there's this element of they know each other. They've already played a couple of times, so you know you're going to get the best of both sides of it. You know that you're going to get a matchup. That that coaching is going to matter in every single nuance. Even like what, you know, we're going to look over at the the Cowboys. 49ers and wonder about the Cowboys getting ready on a short week. I'm not worried about any of that that noise with these two teams because they know each other so well. So oh, I just man. It, it feels like a better you game. You know what I can't get out of my mind? I can't get out of that my mind the first matchup that these two teams played. Right here, right down the street from me at MetLife Stadium because I am at Seaport in New York, ladies and gentlemen, which happens to be very, very nice. A very remarkable studio, need I say. But I can't get that game out of my mind. Why? Because the Philadelphia Eagles thump, boom, 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 thumped, boom, 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 the New York football giants. Woo! 
in that matchup. I can't get that out of my mind. Sorry, Devin. I still love you as well. Oh, listen, Harry, that, that first matchup, no Adore Jackson, no Xavier McKinney. It's not the oh same team. I mean, did you put your glasses oh uh, did you push glasses up and put your hat down and like no no uh, no no Adore Jackson in that oh, game? No Adore Jackson, Harry. Uh, uh, no, no, look, no McKinney. Look, I want to respect one. I, oh, oh wow. <laughs> I want to respect oh. Devin. But if you oh, wow. listen, if you haven't checked it out, we've got a little podcast that we're doing after the show. First podcast we found out last weekend, Devin just went to a random bar for a playoff game and didn't like the Oh, vibe. no, we found out another thing, too, that Devin likes to lie to us yeah, as well. Yeah, he did. So now he has to make up for his lies. He told us week one of the podcast. Do, do you at least know where you're going to watch this weekend's game, Devin, or are you willy-nilly with the divisional playoffs, too? We might. I'm, I'm very superstitious, so I might do the exact same thing I did last weekend. So you're going to go vibes. to the bar that had a bad vibe. Did you you're watch your underwear that you had on and the clothes that you had on, did, Devin? Uh, no comment, Harry. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Let me tell you very clearly, if the Raiders ever win a playoff game, I immediately will strip every ounce of that off. I will set it on the dresser, and it will be reworn without being washed. I will wear mm. dirty drawers all day long if it gets my oh, okay. beloved Raiders. I think Raiders that's up. the sign that we need to get to number one. Number okay. one. Oh, my goodness. Well, I thought we were talking about number two there. All right, number dirty one. Dirty you. Uh, I think we all agree that the absolute top game this weekend, right, it's Bills-Bengals. Bills-Bengals. And this game, uh, you know, the, the Bengals will not have Jonah Williams. They will not have Alex Cabot. They're going to be shorthanded on the offensive line. But uh, I'm not sure that matters when you got Joe Burrow as the quarterback. This game is absolutely the cream of the crop for me. Fitz, this game, and I can't get this out of my mind, it's being played up in Buffalo on their home turf. That bothers me because the Cincinnati Bengals were up in that first matchup, and if they would have won that game, they would have became the two seed. Now, why is that significant? Because I think that's an advantage for the Buffalo Bills also to Josh Allen. A lot of people are wondering why, Harry. Tell me why. Because in the playoffs, when Josh Allen has become the – since he became the starting quarterback, the Bills at home are undefeated with Josh Allen. Away from home, they haven't won a playoff game. That's why that's significant in my eyes, that this game is not, number one, at a neutral site or being played in Cincinnati. I think the NFL messed up in those regards. The, the hardest part about this to me, Harry, because you're so right, is that the NFL could have fixed it. At any point in this process, right. the NFL should have, in my mind, stepped up and been like, man, we might not have done this the right way. Let's figure out if we can neutral site this. There, there had to be a better way because there are not many home field advantages that mean more than the one in Buffalo, and the Bengals didn't even That's have right. the opportunity to earn that game in the jungle, which would look wildly different. Ask yourself what Vegas would think of this game if it was in Cincinnati instead of Buffalo, and you have an answer. I love your stats. Say it again. What's Josh Allen's record Josh at Allen home? at home is 3-0. Away from home in the playoffs, he's 0-3. Significant. Significant in this matchup. Yeah, it, it is wild that the NFL let this happen. We want your breakdowns on the games. Which game are you most excited for this weekend? Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Those are our rankings. We gave you ours. Give you yours. Also, this is the one game you're watching this weekend, and the one game you're willing to skip. Like, everybody's got a honey-do list. If the honey-do list comes out, what's the one game that you're going to be like, oh, Okay, fine. I'll take care of that during this. There's got to be I'll one. I'll take the trash out, honey. No uh, problem. Triple eight, say ESPN. I'll give the kids a bath. No Eight. problem. <laughs> 888-729-3776. We know Harry Douglas would have his phone on and like still listening to the game while he's giving the kids the the uh, the, 100%. the bath. You let us know though which game if you had to skip one this weekend, which one would it be and why? Call us. Give us your thoughts. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80.
Hanging out with Louisville Hall of Famer Harry Douglas. Say it one more time again. Louisville Hall of Famer oh, Harry my, Douglas. My bad, Evan. I'm just putting some respect. I'm, down, I'm not doing this right, Harry. I'm just putting some respect on your name. Oh, you got to use a K. Respect. That's why I care. That's what I did. Respect. The respect. Put some I, respect. I don't know why it doesn't work right for me, but, uh, you know, I'm going to keep trying. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. another busy weekend in sports. Games. There's games. You like games? I like games. But you can only pick one game to watch. What is it and why? Game time! Game! This is Got One Friday. Y'all are blowing up the phone lines and things are already getting weird. (laughs) I just heard Evan say, Mike, I love you, but this is why people hate Philly sports fans. I can't even imagine what that call is going to look like. You just heard the rejoin for You Got One. Usually we ask you in a spirit of positivity on a Friday, what's the one game you're going to watch? Why must you see it? But every game this weekend is so destination. We started as we were getting ready for the show today asking ourselves the opposite question. If you're like our producer, Evan, and your wife won't let you actually watch all four games, you got a honey-do list, what's the one game you'd skip if you had to? It's a difficult uh, answer on this. Fitz and Harry, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Uh, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. You guys chime in. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. That's how you get in on the fun. It's easy. It's Fitz and Harry coming to you live from Seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Mm. Mike in Philly. I can't believe. I, I just heard this is you know why everybody hates Philly sports fans. Mike, give me what you got, man. What's your take on the one game you're skipping? Oh, the one game I'm going to skip? Probably the Jags game. I thought this was which one am I going to watch. Okay, which one are you going to watch? I am glued to our next opponent, brother. The Cowboys Niners, who I'm playing next week. So we can start watching film at halftime when it's 35 to nothing. So you are so confident in the Eagles. So confident. In the Eagles with, so with less than 100% of Jalen Hurts. You are so confident that you says are willing who? to skip. Says who? Well, I mean. Says, says who? Less than 100 uh, says our says our great insiders that I report like Diana Rossini is not only a friend but she's very good at her job. We're not going to bicker about this one little topic about Jalen Hurts being healthy 100 percent or not. Of Jalen Hills is better than 200 percent of Daniel Jones. Come on, man. Mike. Here here's my question to you. Would Who's Jalen Hills? Would That's you would you skip <laughs> watching the Philly game because you think it's going to be lopsided and it's going to be a blowout? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I want to hear from you, Mike. That's what I want to hear Absolutely. from you. Absolutely. Uh, okay. I'm watching film at halftime. <laughs> this is this is this is wild. And Mike, thanks for the call. I love the aggressiveness of this is what Diana Rossini says, says who? Says who? Says Diana Rossini. All right. This is what Diana Rossini had to say about Jalen Hurts health. He's off the injury list, right? So that, that that's always great. He's not 100%, though. I spoke to a source in Philly, and they described this SC joint, okay? So this injury happened just about a month ago. The way it was described to me, it's very tender, right? Meaning if it gets hit or if he is hit while he's running, this could be a very big problem, which is why you're going to see the Giants defensive game plan to attack, to hit, to do everything to get in the face of Jalen Hurts. Tender. Tenderoni. The truth about a Roni. 
She's a sweet little mm. girl. Mm. That's enough. It's stop. Okay. Stop. Don't get me in my R and B mode well, today. Well, like, like get that R and B money. I, <laughs> look, I, I think that I love the confidence for Mike and Philly. I can't mm. imagine what it feels like to just uh, be so confident. Like I'm pretty sure last weekend Bills fans were confident against the Dolphins. I'm pretty sure last weekend Bengals fans were confident against the Ravens. Yeah, they both got wins, but did either of those games look like we thought they would look when you were playing? I'm sorry. It, I mean, I'm sorry. I have a confession. Yeah. I agree with Mike. Oh. I agree with Mike. Oh. I think that game is going to be such a blowout that it doesn't need to be watched. It can be skipped after a certain point. You can go change the diaper. If my if my kids still were in diapers, if they pooped all over themselves and my wife didn't want to do it and she said, honey, I need you to change this poop, I can't bear it anymore. Not today. And I'm, and I'm like, honey, you know, the, you know the Giants and the Eagles are on. But it's okay. I got it. I'll go change the the poop diapers because I, I, the I am, game am, has gotten out of control. I am I am mesmerized by by how many times Evan, Evan wants to chime in here. Probably about the number of times we've now said poop. But no, go ahead. I, I'm amazed that like the Eagles Giants game is first, so he could skip that to potentially watch. 49ers Cowboys the next night. So like Giants Eagles is is before 49ers Cowboys. The the Eagles could lose that game. He would have skipped the one game and then he's not watching any other football cuz he's so mad that his team is out. Like that would be like having a date with a supermodel and you're like I'm skipping it because there's a chance I could have a date with another supermodel that I don't care as much about. But I'm going to skip it to potentially have that. And then your team loses is like the one both supermodels cancel on. I, we do a lot of dating analogies on this show. That might be one of the best ones. The one. Eagles I mean, are going to lose this matchup? I think this game is going to be ugly, and I think this game is going to be close. Like, if I had to skip one, it would be this one, but not because I think it's going to be a whoa, blowout. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again? If I had to skip one game, uh-huh. it would be this game. But it's not, so but you I agree just, with Mike? You agree with Mike too? No, I don't. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be two teams desperately trying to just like cram the ball around on each other. They know each other well. Like we just watched ugly football between division rivals. I think we get another yeah, ugly game. I can't give up on the Jags Chiefs because the Jags Chiefs going to be a pretty football game. It's going to be a lot of scoring. It's going to be fun. I mean, like if I want to take a shot every time there's a touchdown, that game's going to get me drunk, not drunk, but like drunk, <laughs> like the next level. I'll be wobbling up the stairs trying to find my way. Like Annabelle's going to be looking at me from the side being like, are you okay, Dad? He's like, a wobbler. I want that guy, I want that level of excitement. Dan in Gainesville, by the way, calling the show. Dan, thanks for thanks for calling us, man. What you got? What's your take on this? Hi guys. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Yeah, I yeah. Think no, that, no you know, you've heard of you've heard of Houdini. You're gonna see Who Dougie because he's gonna pull some magic out of that hat. And yes, I agree with you. This game is gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a lot closer than a lot of people think. I don't know what was wrong with that previous guy from Philadelphia. I think the Giants are going to give the Eagles a run for their money. But this game specifically, we are <clears throat> far more the underdog than the Giants are, I think, against the Eagles. But as long as Travis Etienne gets a chance to run that ball, I see us pulling off, at least covering the spread. I want to believe in us, and I do believe in us. No matter what, Jags fans are very, very proud of Trevor and company. They've done a great job for us this season, win or lose. Now, one more time, Dan. What's the name again that you mentioned? Who, Dougie? Yep, you who, there's Houdini, uh-huh. but an even greater magician is Who Dougie. I, I like it because Rayshon Jenkins came on our show, mm-hmm. and they call Doug Peterson Dougie P. So Who Dougie, I, I, I can rock with that. I like that. It has a ring to it. Who I'm, I'm going to ask our amazing staff to put together a, sort of a highlight of 
uh, who Dougie and Dougie Fresh and Doug, Dougie P. Do we like, have some te- teach them how to Dougie type? Like yeah, we need, we need all the Dougies. If the, yeah, if the Jags win, Dougie. if the Jags win on Sunday or, or this weekend, I should say, if the Jags win, then on Monday we should we should have just a bunch of rips of whatever we can for. Oh, uh, hmm. I love uh, the fact that Harry, if you're watching this in the ESPN app, Harry has now put his hand in his hair. He's done like the, like, I thought only middle-aged white guys did this, where, like, you duck your head. And I know it's part of the Dougie. I'm not that culturally <laughs> ignorant. Uh, but I just, I, you know, he's got the hand in the hair, and he's, like, giving the look and, like, yeah. going full sensual on all of it. God, like, boy, Friday shows have some feels. Like, I'm just, I'm you just, know <laughs> what Fridays are. Fridays are Freaky Friday. Let's not forget what we call them. What, where, Wednesday, Freaky Friday, we're going to have alliterative things for every single day day of the week. Uh, I, I love the confidence in this, uh, and, and it speaks to this weekend being a great weekend. I'm all in on watching the Jags-Chiefs game. I think it's going to be a much better game than most people think. It's at least going to be exciting. Fitz and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance for a job you'll love. Visit Progressive.com slash careers. Look for all this playoff team. There is one team left in the playoffs. One team left that is flat out different than any of the rest. We'll tell you about it. We'll tell you why. Next, Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Have y'all watched San Francisco play? Like, this is the juggernaut of the NFL right now. When Dak Prescott plays that way, it's really simple. They're a game. They are the best team in football, period, of story. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. the 49ers suspected that the Cowboys were going to win. D'Amico Ryans and Kyle Shanahan started cooking up. The San Francisco 49ers. Everything they do from an offensive and defensive perspective travels. And at some point, we got to see Brock Purdy. For them to win a championship, he has to make championship throws. To their credit, they haven't had to do that quite yet. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, your quarterback just played his best game of the season. You might have had your most complete performance as a team. You can't wait to get back out there and do it again. Christine Lisi's now absolutely losing it in studio because my sweet, sweet dance moves. Nobody was ready for that. Woo! I think it's the excitement on your face, though, that yeah. really gets everyone. Yeah, it the is. excitement is everything. You know what? I cannot wait to go to the club with Harry Douglas. It's going to be so great. By the way, I need to say this, though. I went to my little spot last night. Oh! Every time I come here, I go to a spot. No, it's not a club, anyone. It's no, a I'm... restaurant that plays nice music and you know, people. It is nice. It is nice. Uh, no, not that one though. Oh, the, you went the, to a different one. A different one. Oh, okay. Uh, thanks for the invite. But I, I was missing someone. I was missing you <gasps> because you decided not to come well, to Seaport and kick it with your boy, and and, and I was heartbroken. 
Look, I was I was heartbroken by that. Uh, I was working sports here on Snapchat. If you have Snapchat, <laughs> go check it out today. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I was afraid last night because games were going into overtime. And the Brooklyn, when the, the Nets-Suns game started, I was like, nah, this, I just looked at the whole staff. I was like, if this game goes into overtime, you're just going to have to have somebody else read a highlight because I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, but I will tell you, we got to get to we'll, we'll get to the playoffs in a second. Harry, can I yeah. can I confess something to you? Oh, is this uh, is this story time? That was, oh, yeah, we can do story time. We have this new new feature, story time. Sit down and listen. This is Storytime with Fitz and Harry. So, in addition to having a late night for Snapchat, I got up early this morning. And you know, I've been, like, taking care of myself, right? Like, I'm really working hard. I'm trying to, like, get in Harry Douglas shape, right? So I went, I've been going to Orange Theory. Like, it's new for me, right? So I went, I've been going to Punch, though, right? And you know I got these scrawny little bird legs. So today, I'm standing on this, like, we're doing these things where you hold the you hold the weight, and you're, like, standing up on a bench, and you got to just toe tap, right? Like, you got one toe just barely touches the ground, you tap, and you explode back up onto the bench. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my little chicken legs can't handle that very well, right? So I'm in the process this morning of doing that, and, like, I, like I'm trying to toe tap, and I was putting a little, maybe, maybe, maybe a little more than my toe. Like, maybe half my foot was going down, right? The instructor walks up to me very like she's great she's kicking everybody's butt she's motivating all of us she walks up next to me and she's like well you can do it or you can do it right that's what she said to me Ooh. and the whole time i was thinking you know what Ooh. i should have just gone to seaport like I, that's all i was thinking was like you should have just bailed on work should have bailed on everything should have just like sarah douglas would have been nicer to me uh, than, uh, or you could just do it like she said do it right I, my, my or, legs or, or shake. you could just do it right i got tiny legs oh, yeah, like, so your legs were leg day you know sometimes you know leg day had you shaking like a stripper yeah well the leg day <laughs> had you shaking like a stripper sometimes <laughs> hey leg day have you with the bambi legs had you had you walking Gingerly everywhere. I mean, I got home. Leg day. I got home today, and I looked at the stairs, and I was like, "How important is a shower right now? Can I just go uh, to now work?" That's where you yeah. really crossed the line. Yeah, stinky man. Well, no, I showered. I made it up the stairs eventually. All right, it should uh, never be a question though. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Look, you don't know how bad these little legs were going. I mean, Shaking it, like a strip it, on them it may legs. have taken me 20 minutes to get up the stairs. Fitz and Ari on ESPN Radio, it's taken me 20 minutes to get to the 49ers. But seriously, uh, we have to look at San Francisco and a little tip of the cap. Because you and I have been talking a lot this week about what's going to happen for Brock Purdy, what's going to happen for Trey Lance, mm-hmm. every little element of this. But part of the reason we're in this situation with San Francisco has nothing to do with just their quarterback. I think we need to step back and remember there was a time when John Lynch was hired and people were like, oh my God, you're gonna Lynch hasn't done this. And all of a sudden you get Lynch and Shanahan six year fully guaranteed deals. And it was like, oh man, they're making a huge investment. All we've seen San Francisco do every single time is take the right choices, make the right choices in the draft and in roster construction that has them playing in such a complete way that, frankly, I think we over-obsess about the quarterback position. It doesn't matter. The rest of their roster is so phenomenal, I think almost anybody can play quarterback with them and win at this point. Well, 100%, and a lot of people wonder why, you know, San Francisco can go from the number 12 pick to number three and give up a third rounder and two first rounders and – not know about that quarterback and still have questions, but their team still is, is still okay. But I'm about to tell you why. Out of the 22 starters that they have on offense and defense, nine of those 22 starters are drafted in the third round and and above, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. Wait, if so you take nine, if, nine of 22, nine of 22, and if you take one guy away, 
eight of 22 are in the fourth round and above. And I'm going to name those guys. You talk about Brock Purdy, 2022 seventh rounder. Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell, the running back, 2021 sixth round. Jawan Jennings, 2020 seventh rounder. George Kittle, fifth round, 2017. Wow. Spencer Burford, offensive tackle, fourth round, 2022. Dre Greenlaw, fifth round, 2019. Fred Warner, third round, 2018. Hufunga, the starting safety, who's amazing. Troy Palomalu, number two, fifth round, 2021. And then Lenore at the cornerback position, fifth round, 2021. You can afford to miss on a quarterback that you gave up three draft picks for because you're hitting on the heart of your football team which is the late draft picks and everyone else who makes up your team outside of the first two rounds. And that's where a lot of these organizations, a lot of these general managers, owners, head coaches have to start hitting on things. Your third rounders, fourth rounders, fifth rounders, sixth rounders, seventh rounders, college free agents. You need to hit on those guys. And we've seen the Seattle Seahawks at some point when they were making their Super Bowl runs make some, hit on some, a lot of the same you know, guys in late round draft picks and, and college free agents. I keep thinking about what you're talking about, and I think this is what's important about Trey Lance. First of all, I'm not going to call Trey Lance a bust or a miss because we just don't know. Yeah, we still don't know yet. We don't know. We may, never, we may never know. And sometimes, like, you get Wally pipped out of no fault of your own. But you can afford to be aggressive and miss, right, if the rest of your hits are all good. Like, I'll go back to the music industry. I can put out a single that maybe doesn't do that well as long as I back it up with another one and another one and another one. If, yep. you are, if you're a band that's had 20 number ones and you put out a single and it just it, it never really charts, it's okay as long as you go right back to putting out number ones. That's what the 49ers have done. They've managed to make sure that every single time that they're stepping up and making a pick, it's a hit. And it's funny you mention that because Field Yates pointed out a note about the Chiefs last year that the majority that at one point every one of their picks in rounds three, four, five, and six were on the roster and contributing. Like great teams are not built just from the first round. Great Ooh. teams are built from the entirety I got, I of got the draft. One more for you. Oh, give it to everyone. Me. Talks about Aaron Rodgers and how the Green Bay Packers have failed him by not drafting a first round wide receivers. Well, guess what? Newsflash: Neither has the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, they may have brought Sammy Watkins over in free agency, mm-hmm. who was a first-round draft pick. They just traded for another guy that they got from the Giants, who was a first-round draft pick. But they haven't drafted a guy in the first round. You want to know why? Because they got, got to have a guy named Patrick Mahomes. And if you believe that much in your quarterback, he should be able to make everyone around that offense better. It's it's interesting to look at those two instances because the 49ers have looked at it and said, let's solve everything, and if we get the right quarterback, it'll be great. Maybe the Chiefs took a slightly different approach with, hey, we've got a quarterback, so now we can figure everything else out. Mm-hmm. I think what the 49ers are showing you, in a world where the draft is constantly a question mark, the 49ers are showing everybody the way you should do business. Fix your entire roster and never take the chance for a quarterback until you are situated in a position 
where even if you take that chance and you're wrong, it still doesn't hurt you. Should be noted, the 49ers will also receive this year a third-round compensatory pick for losing Rand Carthen to the Titans. The Titans' new general manager came from their organization. That's one of the incentives as part of the Rooney rule. If D'Amico Ryans were to be hired as a head coach somewhere this offseason, they would again receive another compensatory t- pick. You're talking about a team that doesn't miss in the third, fourth, mm-hmm. fifth, sixth round. They may end up with two extra picks in the third round. This is why the 49ers are where they are. All right, so that's the 49ers. But what about the divisional round as a whole? It's going to look wildly unfamiliar this year, different than you have seen in several years for one important reason. We'll tell you why next. But first, Harry has to tell you this about Vivid Seats. Oh, my favorite time of the year because the football playoffs are here and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th one free. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. Receiving reward credit equal to the average price of 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See vividseats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. It's playoff time. If we want to keep our season alive, we got to win today. The NFL playoffs. Thank you, Ben, the moment. No matter how we win, it's if we win. Continuing in-depth coverage. Windows my whole career. It all begins each morning at 6 Eastern with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And continues all day on ESPN Radio. For the last several years, we've seen a pattern with Super Bowl champions. That pattern has been go all in, win right now. Don't worry about the future, worry about today. And we've asked ourselves a very serious question. Is that going to be the way NFL teams build now moving forward? This year's playoffs are a a living, breathing example that that rule is not applying. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, uh, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. AC, well, let, break down the fourth wall. We sat down this morning, and we were getting ready for the show. And the question came up, which of these teams do we trust the most for the next several years? And what was stunning to me is that in a world where we're used to the Bucks going all in, and now we see that they're a dumpster fire and they're firing everybody, or we see the Rams go all in, and then we see what we saw this year. And both of those franchises might not be good for a long time. Every team in the playoffs this year, can look at it and say, no, we've got the building blocks, we've got the core, we've got the foundation. We are set to not be good for right now, but to be good for a minute. And I think that's the unique thing about, you know, the National Football League right now in this moment. You have the ascending young quarterbacks taking over, you know, for guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers at some point and Drew Brees right, and company, but you also look at everyone who's still playing right now, and I look at the Philadelphia Eagles and what, you know, Howie Roseman has been able to do building out this roster to win right now, but also to win for the future, having a quarterback in Jalen Hurts, also surrounding him with talent from an offensive perspective and a defensive perspective, like a lot enough young guys to say, we're going to be solid for the next four or five years, or if you want to make it the next three or four years. 
I look at the San Francisco 49ers, and in the last segment, we literally just talked about how they continuously hit on their third to seventh round draft picks in college free agents. They're built for success for the long haul as well. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'll say this. As long as you have number 15, mm-hmm. yeah, you know you know what, you know what, number 15, not 15. Fitting. As long as you have number 15, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I'm, I'm, am, I, am I straight Atlantean right now? Fitting. As long as you have number 15 at quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, you're going to always be in the mix. But that also goes for, you know, a guy named Joe Burrow. We have a little sound from Joe Burrow because he feels the same way. Windows my whole career and, and everybody that that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year, but uh, our window's always open. Whoa, I mean, this. Joe Burrow and shook the table. You know, it, it, it's so funny. My entire career, he said. My window, Super Bowl window, is it, it, my entire career, Joe Burrow just said. Like, not everybody could say everything the same way and have it received well. Like, uh, we all know that person in your friend group that tries to nail the same joke that everybody else tells, but when he tells it, the group room gets uncomfortable. There, yeah. There's a moment where it's like, the window's my entire career. Some guys, <laughs> you hear that from, you roll your eyes, you're like, you make me want to throw up in my mouth. Man, say it with a straight face. When Joe Burrow says it, you're like, you know what, Joe, you're right. No smirk, no laugh, straight face. I mean, grapefruits, like, just coming out, <laughs> throwing them on the table and being like, I'm sorry, grapefruits are always Boy, in season. that got some kahunas. I'm, I, like, like, like you said yesterday, go to the grocery store, you can always get good grapefruits. Like, go go to Joe Burrow's, Ooh. you're always going to get good grapefruits from Burrow. Like, I, I'm yes. buying it. Like, you you look, and this is why, this, this honestly is the reason why when we cover the draft every year, everybody talks about it. The reason teams do desperately reach for a quarterback is because if you hit, you've hit for the next 15 years. Like, if you are a Cincinnati Bengals fan, you know right now for the next 15 years, you're going to have a shot at a championship. How many years? Every, fit, fitting. There for the we next go. There fitting, we go. Look at me. Do it for the straight. culture. The next fitting, 15 baby. years, you got, <laughs> you got a chance at a chip. Like, think about that. Like, for yes. a, if you're a Bengals fan, you haven't felt this way in forever. And now you realize that, like, not only are you going to watch this era, your kids are going to watch this era. And everybody's going to talk about it. Like, it, it changes everything when you nail it. And but Joe Burrow what? is just, oh. But guess what? But guess what? What? Let's take it to Duval. Oh, yeah. With Doug Peterson is building with Trevor Lawrence and company and those young guys. And let's remember, ladies and gentlemen. Let's remember the Atlanta Falcons traded Calvin Ridley to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's another elite weapon that they're going to get next year. That's wild. Dude, that is, like, that is, we've seen this production. Yes. You know this. Why I, I got I got wide receiver one. You can't tell me Calvin Ridley doesn't all of a sudden make a dynamic, huge yes. difference to the Jags. But we're not done. You know, because I'm right now, I'm in New York, mm-hmm. the New York football giants. And what Brian Dable has been able to do with that football team and how, you know, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, they're both probably going to be extended and be with this football team the next four or five years. And we just heard Wink Martindale, defensive coordinator, who was able to get, you know, some interviews from a head coaching job, basically say he's not going. He don't want the interviews because he believes in what the Giants are building. This is what Wink said. I'm not going to give you coach speak. All right, it's an honor, um, but we're not interviewing this week. You know, when I when I when I came here as as a giant, it wasn't um, you know it wasn't a stepping stone for me. It was a destination. 
Mm. Oh, it's, it all speaks to culture. And every one of these mm. teams, like there's there's no wrong way to win a Super Bowl. But Tampa Bay and the Rams went about it one kind of way. These teams are doing it different. Coming up, one team has been here a bunch, but is yet to get to the Super Bowl. Will this year be the difference? We'll tell you next. Fitz and Harry, ESPN Radio.